0: Two one hold it now Hold it now Hold it now Hold it now 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 Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show You are now in the middle the two Man Tower Trip Quincy Jones and Doc
1: Hey What uh-huh. is going? On, you know what it is, episode yeah. 200. But this is the double or nothing review episode. We're going to give it to you straight and raw. But first, we got to give it to you on how we're going to get down with the predictions this weekend for double or nothing as well. I am your host, Quincy Jones. Go, yes, sir. Oh, yes. Tag team partner, of course, on the line on the Zoom. It oh, yes, is Lesnar. Uh, you guys know what it host. is, yep, yes, sir. Get mm-hmm, mm-hmm. him with it Get you him. guys
0: know what it is D-L-C-L-E-S-N-A-R uh-huh. yep, yep. search bar there I are five star uh-huh. bars but we back for you and yours with uh yeah you're right man we got double to nothing hot ticket this weekend man and we're a week away from them coming to the west coast but in the meantime we got a little bit of yep, quick yep. review and some predictions my friend and I know you want to kick it off I will not say strong but uh a week <laughs> ahead of a in I'm, your house I'm, right
1: I'm gonna uh make sure we get the appetizer out the way and get to the main course. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we start off with a little bit of uh, NXT 2.0 review. You know how I do with Mm -hmm. that uh, redacted review. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, I will say this, man. There's something I've been missing, right? And and, and I I was going to tell you this on another episode, but I forgot. But God, I miss LA Knight, bro. He's not on NXT. He's not on Raw like yeah. I, I know they were trying to do this whole modeling thing with him with him and mace or whatever and i think they were trying to come up with more
0: clients they changed his name.
1: but did they
0: yeah they changed uh not la Knight, but mace oh okay is now, is now face
1: face yes okay
0: right yeah and then uh you know who joined the ranks was um what's his name uh who's the cat that was teaming with oh mansoor oh, I, I heard mansoor's mansoor. on that joint yeah, right yeah. yeah with ali yeah man you know more, who- i'm sorry he was yeah. teaming with ali before yeah yeah, yeah. so he's part of it and seems like it's just dark yeah dark matches is a main event uh but yeah i agree man he was a uh, very good uh centerpiece uh for nxt but i think it's just one of those things that they're trying to purge all those guys from that era uh you know and get right to back to this youth and you know incentive that they think is working right now but you know I nxt
1: you rejuvenation
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> instead of like evolution <laughs> that's what it is it's like, yeah,
0: yeah for sure oh, maybe man. your next pay-per-view for sure
1: but uh let's see um here we go on the list we got names for these guys. Channing Lorenzo, a.k.a. Stax, and Troy Donovan, a.k.a. Two Dimes. Uh, they face Malik Blade and Idris Inoufe, uh in their debut match in NXT. A uh, little bit of green, you know, as green as the Stax. Not so much green on the two dimes, but it's still a little bit of money. Um, but, you know, you know, obviously, like Malik Blade and Inoufe, they they did that whole weird cosplay thing. Last week, where they were like, oh, one of them was Tony and one of them was uh, Escobar. So I was like, all right,
0: whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, But of course, you know, this match was what it was supposed to be, giving the fans a a look at these Goombas um, as Santos and LDF kind of walked down to the, uh, the, you know, they came down to the ring a little mid-match just to kind of get a little bit of intimidation factor. They they didn't get involved, though. They just threw out there. He was smirking like a mug, smug. uh yeah it, it was you know obviously getting in, in tony's head but they their mm. move was like a they did a a, a double short arm forearm like like okay it was a double bull hammer now that i think about it the oh that, wow yeah so they did a double bull hammer and then they both hit the ropes and hit a, a double uh boot you know what i mean so that that's pretty much it's like a Hmm. you know two for one and, and, and i'll put like this like if this was a street file i'm like yeah let's take him out <laughs>
0: Gotcha, yeah yeah okay so
1: it kind of kind of fits you know what i mean um mm-hmm. but again that troy donovan kid he he does not fit the aesthetic i'll tell you that mm-hmm. he just he has a look
0: wild of the goombas i'm telling you
1: <laughs> like it I'm, no I, I like joaquin grew on me now you know what i mean yeah but but he would make it. I'll put it like this: he would stand out because he made himself stand out by like, hey, I'm gonna wear this mask while everyone else is not. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, we have uh, another match that you know transpired because of goings on from last week. Uh, Wesley, uh, he had a losing effort against Sanga, uh, or Sanga as they kept changing it to. I don't know which one it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you lost via Chokeslam. Um. But post match, we saw Zion Quinn. He waited so, uh, Sangha got out the ring and then he comes in kind of looking to attack Wes. But, uh, Sangha actually intervenes and saved him, uh, oh, kind of showing some respect. Cause I, I, that's what I was trying to explain. Like last week, like Wes was kind of taking things personally, but you know, he was trying to make it seem like, bro, I had no problems with you. But I mean, if you want to match, we can do it. But mm-hmm. I meant, you know, I meant no offense. To, uh, like, I meant no offense to my brother. That's what he kept saying. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, also, we had Alexa Lopez uh, in a losing effort to Alba Fire, who uh, debuted a, a new, I don't to say a new hairstyle. Like, it's super uh, dramatic, but it was a different look for her. Than, and, and you know what? I think that goes with, you know, well, how how is it not Kaylee Ray? She looks like Kaylee Ray. You're like, well, then that's mm-hmm. not. Like, you look like. Something. Okay,
0: gotcha. You. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, she doing she doing the Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus
1: shit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, you know the funny thing is, um, yeah, the whole wrecking ball shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> no no, no, I'm just fucking around because she comes in the ring with this like bat that's lit on fire. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but like, uh, in another segment with Diamond Mind you saw that uh, Ivy Nile was there, and she had like regular ha- hair now.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, you know, because she had like that that kind of unique hairstyle. Mm-hmm. and i think it was like what braided and shaved at certain parts but now it's yeah. just like yeah. yeah just her regular hair so i thought that was interesting i don't know what that meant but the what was interesting about it was all the other diamond mind segments we've seen in the last couple of weeks she wasn't part of you mm. know what i mean again i don't know if that was because she was at nxt uk because you know they they had that whole segment where uh before bivens got let go he was talking to her in the uk yeah uh, that's right. so that that could be the reason why but who knows but yeah, it was worth noting as far as like changes and stuff like that. Um, Nikita Lyons, I don't know if you heard about this. She uh, injured, forced really? out of the breakout tournament. Yeah, I um, I saw a picture of her with like that uh, that big kind of like stabilizer. Uh, it's like from the upper thigh all the way down to like maybe around the calf. It's like a oh seat. yeah. So she had that and I was like, oh damn, what happened? But then I was like, wait, it's not even like Tuesday yet. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I heard that something happened in in training. It's like a slight tear, I think they said, but it's not anything that's. I think they said she'll be good in like, I think eight weeks. Ooh, okay. Um, which I mean, that's best case scenario to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Two months. That's that's not that bad. Uh, mm-hmm. but obviously, people were thinking she was gonna be, you know, the one to. Yeah, I'm about to. Because
0: gonna... Roxy already got knocked out, right?
1: No, she did not. Oh, she didn't. Know. Yeah. Oh. I, I, and to be honest, I think this had a little bit something to do with, with maybe they had to rebook this because, um, all I'll say is I did catch her live and that's when she specified the, the injury. <clears throat> but, um, so pretty much, you know, uh, Fallon Henley would have had a bye because she would have been facing Nikita Lions in the semis. And it was last legend versus Roxanne Perez on the other, uh, on the other bracket, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, but then tiffany stratton comes in and she's taking issue with it saying of course you would take the easy way to success i'm like this this chick <laughs> talking about easy mm-hmm. ways uh, okay mm-hmm. all right uh so like you know fallon she's talking her with shit hot like, in the kettle <laughs> yeah you know but you know she she pretty much she uh got what she wanted because she's like uh fallon's like oh t- tell whoever that you got to tell and book it because we're on the night you know what i mean so now all of a sudden she just finds herself, uh, Tiffany Stratton, that is, in a free semifinals match that she didn't even qualify for because now she's replacing Makita to face uh, Fallon, right?
0: That's crazy, okay. But when
1: you look at the brackets, right, you got Legend on one end and you got Nikita on one end. I'm like, oh, that would have, you know, if they would have revisited that again for the finals, I could see where that's probably where the story would have been told, right? Mm-hmm. But then now that she's out, uh, last legend did go against Roxanne Perez, uh, in, in her, in her semifinals match, but she ended up losing. So I was mm-hmm. wondering if maybe that was by design or if they changed things up because oh. Nikita is no longer in it. You know what I mean? And then yeah. based on who Fallon is facing now, but last legend versus Roxanne Perez, uh, L- legend hit uh, an impressive, what I called an inverted version of the Stalin suplex because she literally like held it like British Bulldog. And, oh wow yeah held her in the air and just like slowly just <laughs> let her land on her stomach i was like oh damn, damn uh, okay. finish comes though when legend tries for a power bomb uh you know she kind of you know, like lifts her up kind of like last ride status but uh, roxanne floats all the way through hits the pop rocks for the win okay. uh, pretty much that move that Sin Cara used to do
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah
1: but you know that version of it but so that that puts roxanne in the finals uh and we'll see who she will be facing. Well, I'll just tell you right now: Tiffany Stratton beats Fallon Henley. So that's another reason why I was like, "Well, if she wasn't originally in it, uh, you know, well, I think she was in it, but she lost." But I'm like, if she wasn't originally going to be in the semis, but they had her win, I'm like, that's kind of, you know what I mean? But
0: yeah, but you know what? That's okay because then when Nikita comes back, she has a built-in heel to go against. You know, what I mean? yeah, With that's true.
1: Room. And then when you think about, it, they they've been putting a lot of steam into uh, behind Roxanne. So to have her against someone like a Stratton, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henle, oh, I'm sorry, versus uh, Roxanne Perez in the finals for the breakout tournament. Uh, we had Mandy Rose versus Indy Hartwell. Uh, before the match, we see Toxic Attraction in the back making their way towards the ring as they always do. Uh, they're, they're cutting a promo when they get attacked by Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Uh, leaving Mandy solo dolo to go head up against Indy, who uh, ends up taking the L, unfortunately. Uh, when Gigi and JC come stumbling down in the ring, but Caden and Katana follow suit and continue to be down. Uh, both of them as Indy gets distracted and eats the the pump knee for the win or uh, for the loss. Uh, hmm. Post match though, uh, <laughs> Wendy Chu appeared and uh, uh you know uh yeah she attacks Mandy from behind with a pillow. As she struggles and I say that because that's exactly what happened. As she struggles to empty the contents of said pillow to show that it was filled with basketballs. Oh wow. Yep.
0: I guess. I mean, I don't I don't get the whole it's thing, t- man. I bro, mean,
1: I mean, trust me, she picked up the NXT title and was like I'm like, oh, that's all you need to do around here is not win matches and just keep do- super soaking, you know, these chicks and Yeah. Fucking, you know, like nets and shit and you know, booby trap like
0: basically hide that means
1: yeah, Hornswaggle right. should have got a got a sniff of the strap <laughs> I mean, wasn't he a cruiseweight champ i think so i'm,
0: I'm sure yeah
1: best Some, w- somehow hey hands down best WLC match ever so you know ever, ever. uh then we had von Wagner uh annihilating icaman giro uh Tries to post, you know, post-match tries to gorilla press him again uh, out of the ring, but uh, Josh Briggs interferes for the save, and if you need some context, if you remember, his partner um, Buchanan's kid, I forgot his name, uh, he got himself caught up staring at Sophia uh, Cromwell and got broken, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good, you know? Jensen. Jensen. Jensen, thank you. And you know what? I'll give von wagner a little bit of credit because they they played this uh reel of him just kind of being like a monster mm-hmm. and you know there's certain things where i was like yeah you attacked the guy out the crowd which you could tell you know what i mean there's all this stuff that we i forgot that he did which i was like rolled my eyes at but you know they're they're you know their video creation team they know how to spin something man and makes it some some shit look good so they were able to collect a lot of those clips mm-hmm. and make this guy look like a fucking animal so
0: Hey, I mean, you saw I don't, what they did with the stunner
1: at Mania. I, I yes. they didn't say to it all. So <laughs> Yes, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh next we had a vignette. Um it's gonna be a familiar face with a new name from what I read. Giovanni Vinci. Uh this was an Italian based uh vignette. They showed a lot of different vacation spots high end fashion spots They had a woman speaking in Italian the entire time talking about how st- style is a, a representation with a, a self-representation as a statement without even, uh, speaking of, without opening your mouth. Um, it was talking about, uh, status is, is another thing. Uh, you know, it was just all these words and basically kind of like, uh, you, you would have thought it was like for Cesaro back in the day, but you know, obviously he's, yeah, you know I mean? like. but yeah. surprise, surprise is for Fabian Eichner, who will now be going by Giovanni Vinci.
0: I was wondering what they're going to do with the kid, man, because yeah, um, he, he's definitely he not to be wasted, him. bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, I didn't want him to get on the chopping block list, especially when they separated him from uh, Imperium. Oh, I'm sorry, Imperium. Uh, it's <laughs> just I don't I didn't get the fracture, the cause for it. It didn't make any sense. They've been a tight knit group, you know, uh, for basically the whole time, you know, and uh, it was just weird. To, to do that just because they were making that main roster jump. So, I mean, I got to see what this thing looks like, but at least there's something for them. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what's up.
1: Do you think the one of the reasons why they didn't bring up all three is because they knew they already had uh, Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland and Sheamus? Like, they were like, well, we already got, like, the foreign guys, the foreign trio right now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you bring in a the third then you got guys for, oh, I mean, E's out right now, but you know, uh, you know, best well-wishing, like, uh, you know, in a perfect world, he comes back 100%. Then you got other guys, new matchups uh, for, you know, them to face besides the bloodline. You know what I'm saying? So
1: Yeah, I feel that. But I guess I was asking, you think maybe because they already had that, you know, that, that spot of foreign trio – you know, I don't you got, know if
0: it's the same thing though. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Well, well, well I,
1: if they're if they're both heels on the same show, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the only thing I'm. Maybe yeah,
0: on. yeah. I smarter than me not? I mean, when, well, I mean at the same time. Well, yeah, you might be right. Maybe that's why. They're, I, they're, I
1: mean, I would have moved them to Raw and still not have separated them though. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what
0: I was thinking. If you, yeah. if you had to take them to the main roster, separate them for sure, but. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. They might run into the same problem, even if it is just the two of them. Who knows? But we'll see. Because you know, they they always can't find Pete Dunn or or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, what's butch. his name again? Butch. Butch. Yeah. Where's
1: Butch? Or is butch. it Luke? Not uh no. But no. Um, yeah. I mean, worth noting too is like the only person I could really see Ben. I mean, like off the top, I'm thinking like a Drew McIntyre versus a Walter would be a great program. Yeah. But mm. then like. I don't know. I don't want to get off topic. By the way, you hear that small detail that they had to announce as news where Ludwig is now Ludvig. <laughs> they're like they changed. They said, changed that? The, they said uh, <laughs> two days ago they're like SmackDown star who undergoed, uh, uh who underwent a name change undergoes another name change. I'm like what? And then and it goes Ludwig is now Ludvig with a V. I'm like what the hell
0: is going on? I mean I, that's all I always. Yeah, because i mean we were talking about how i mean it's like walter, walter walter yeah walter yeah so anyway
1: yeah uh main event time we got braun breaker versus duke hudson um pretty good match but i hated it because of the fact that it went through picture in picture man like let, yeah. like let us watch this shit let us enjoy it, bro like especially like you know duke hudson wasn't a pushover and uh the way that this ended i don't know if it, it would have been the same if it wasn't for the the current circumstances that he's in with joe gacy but it's a good right. look because duke hudson comes out with the win in in uh with the dq finish here so oh, okay. um, throughout the night we had some stuff like braun breaker was making his way to his locker room and like two randos were like hey braun you uh, we saw those two guys uh, with the hoods yeah like what like yeah the guys with the maroon hoods or whatever yeah i saw him hanging out in the in, uh, in your locker room he's like for real Hey, thanks. And I'm like, who the fuck are those guys? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he goes in, and then there was just like a a picture of him, like uh, him and his family. Like he said, it was like 20 years ago, and it was, mm-hmm. it was just like a Polaroid taped to his locker. And then so he was like getting weird about it. And then later in the night, he was getting interviewed about that by Mackenzie in the back. And then you know that that TV that usually has the NXT like logo loop or whatever mm-hmm. that that all of a sudden a feed of like one of his first high school football games starts like playing. And it's like this uh, footage of him returning an 85 yard touchdown. And he's like, how the hell do you get this? And then, you know, Mackenzie's like asking the significance of it. He's like, Oh, this is my high school game. Like I really, really wanted my dad to be at this game, but he had to unfortunately be in Japan. And so it was all of a sudden, it was like this, like opening of daddy issues. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, But so then it leads to the end uh, braun breaker and Duke Hudson. and again i don't know if you remember there was a stipulation in the in their match that they that uh the rematch that he had breaker agreed to where if braun can't control himself and he gets dq'd he loses the title so yeah that's right. what happened here because during the match of course you know gacy and his boy in his hooded you know in his hoods <laughs> they're they're the mm-hmm. you know the 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 bird's eye joint and then all of a sudden, you know, during picture in picture, they make their way a little bit closer as they want to get more comfortable to the ringside. You know what I mean? Even at one point, breakers outside and he kind of eyes both the hooded guys up as he throws uh Hudson back in the ring and he kind of had a sixth sense because he turns around and those hooded guys like try to jump him and he and he 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 starts beating them up. Then he uh runs in the ring and all of a sudden Duke Hudson has a chair in his hand out of nowhere. He kicks uh, the chair out of his hands. He grabs the chair and he ends up uh, pretty much hitting anybody moving because mm. like, everyone but Gacy's in the ring and the ref can't really DQ because they haven't really hit him yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so Gacy finally, he jumps on the, on the apron. He tries to go for, you know, hit him with a chair. He, he, uh you know, jumps off just in time. And then because he doesn't know who's who uh, Hudson tries to uh, grab him from behind, like turn him around. And as he turns mm. him around like, uh, breaker just had the chair and just kind of like hits whoever's in back of him with it, but not realizing it's Hudson. And then like, uh, what's it called? Uh, when he sees that he hit him, he, he, he's about to like hit him again, but the ref's already like, uh, DQing him. Mm. And it goes off the air like that with him getting DQ'd. And then like, uh, what's his name? Gacy just having to smug look like, like your impulses, you can't control them, Bron. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, mean, again, you know what I love duke hudson to get a better spot yeah but hey he got protected you know what i mean
0: yeah no i got you okay that's not a bad way to get a dq though it doesn't completely vary i mean uh, because
1: it's storyline you know what i mean yeah too so
0: yeah more yeah it's, it's more on that instinctively I'm defending myself with a chair and somebody spun me around and I didn't... I mean, it could have been the ref. It could have been anybody that that got
1: yeah, it. Yeah, because at that point when he slides in the ring and he realizes he has a chair, he's like, you know, on that mode, like, oh, let me act quick to not get hit by this chair. Yeah. And as soon as he gets you know, he disposes, Mm -hmm. you know, he he kicks the chair out of his hand, he gets the chair, then all of a sudden he turns around, these guys are in the ring, so you know, you kind of get that, yeah, that idea that, oh shit, it's kind of mayhem right now, like he's kind of just swinging wildly at anything. Yeah, head
0: on a swivel type act.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Mm -hmm. so but yeah, that was it, that's pretty much it, man (laughs) I mean, we did have, um uh, I think we may it didn't get confirmed, but you know, In Your House is going to be next week but, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, uh Tony had said something about possibly doing another sit down with Santos too. So,
0: oh, at at uh, in your house?
1: Yeah, and then there also was a good segment. I didn't bother writing it down, but it, you know how Mello has been doing the haircut stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he had another one, and um, Cameron Grimes stopped through the barbaca- the barbershop dog and uh, mm-hmm. talked to him, man on man, you know, man to man, and he uh, he had this funny line where he's like, you know, uh, I'm, a, you know, how I'm gonna prepare for you. I'm gonna uh beat the better you, <laughs> and I was like, "What does what does that mean?" And I guess he he's challenging uh Ben Fraser, not Ben Frazier. Uh, what's his name? Nathan Fraser. I'm calling yeah, him yeah. It, it's Ben Carter, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Yeah, there's this new kid, Nathan Fraser. He's he's kind of faster than you and better than you. He's almost like the better you. Oh, what better way to prepare for you than to beat the better you?" I was like, and I was mm-hmm. kind of funny. Uh, yeah, that's not, that's not it, a
0: bad
1: one. Yeah, if not you get bad. a chance though, like I cu- I couldn't even try to paraphrase. I mean, it's all just off-the-cuff chemistry obviously with trick and and mellow and all so yeah if you get a chance to, to go i mean i'm not saying go out of your way to watch a full episode of nxt but if you get a chance to check that out whether it's a digital short or something on twitter like yeah it's not a bad not a bad uh uh use of your time so
0: definitely definitely for sure man well that was uh nxt this week i know i got the uh dynamite review this is the go home dynamite actually uh just in time for again the double or nothing festivities this weekend um but uh yeah or did you did you want to add anything on nxt before i started
1: no (laughs) (laughs) point taken not at all i oh i got i actually actually yes i miss la (laughs) night yeah (laughs)
0: that's it he ended the way he started love it yeah that's it I uh, I hey get that gotta give the people what they want. Uh we start off with a, a Steel Cage match. We got Wardlow taking on the chairman, Sean Spears. Yeah, we did. Yep. MJF, he's the referee. He's got the custom Burberry referee shirt. That popped me a little bit, gotta say. They,
1: yeah, I like that, but I did not like the the Canadian psycho Jason mask. <laughs> Yeah, that was a
0: little. I mean, I didn't mind it with the hoodie, but then once he removed it, you kind of you're like, oh, it's one of those. It's a
1: little bit bigger than your face, eh?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he should have removed it before the the lights came back on, but you know, not not a bad touch to show. This is a a, a a high stakes match for Spears anyway, because he's never done that, you know, uh, type of entrance before with the mask. But uh, we see MJF, he goes to remove the cuffs from Wardlow, but then pre- uh, pretends to misplace the key like Wardlow did with his ring at Revolution uh, before Spears attacks him to start the match.
1: Yeah, that was a uh, good MJF, call by Tony.
0: Oh, yeah. MJF then finds the key and then even backs Spears out the corner, but then delivers some kicks of his own to a handcuffed Wardlow. Um, and we see him actually try to go Wardlow into striking him, but after spitting in his face, Wardlow snaps the chains off his cuffs out of rage and then lets off on Spears. Uh, he hits the diving senton, goes to pin, but MJF cheesily smiles at him instead of counting to three. Wardlow picks up Spears for the powerbomb symphony, but MJF kicks him down low, allowing Sean to uh, hit that C4 for a two count. Uh, he then leaves the cage to retrieve his steel chair, then lines up Wardlow, but avoids, uh, he avoids contact last minute causing uh, Sean to nail MJF with the chair instead. Uh, the crowd chants, you effed up. Uh, as Spears realizes his mistake, he goes to check on MJF. As Wardlow reemerges to his feet behind him, uh, lowers the straps and hits a three-note powerbomb symphony. Remsburg now rushes down in lieu of a knocked out MJF before he uh, uh, Wardlow hits a fourth and final powerbomb onto a steel chair for the win. Post match, Wardlow picks up MJF for a power bomb, but security—they uh, funnel into the cage to intervene, only to be destroyed one by one uh, by Wardlow. He power bombs the security guard into the cage wall so hard he falls down in between the apron and the cage. Uh, which I felt bad for that guy,
1: no, dude. Okay, you're like
0: <laughs> first of all, dude disappeared straight up. Bro, I fe- mentioned.
1: I felt like because he tried, like, because when he saw him pick him up for the power bomb, like, I was like, did he just try to sandbag Wardlow? And then it almost, like, as soon as I thought that, he's like, bitch, and he, like, throws him into the wall and he disappears. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I will say, shout out to G-Sharp uh, and shout out to Adriel this, I recognized y'all as soon as I saw y'all on TV.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. They, were
1: in, they were in Vegas, so F- FSW was good. In the Fuck. building, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, after, after that, he climbs to the top and uh, points at a cowering uh, MJF on the ramp uh, to yo by,
1: yo, by the way, why did he bring out two chairs if he wasn't going to use both?
0: I know. I was kind of confused by that. Like, I think what it was was he brought the one he recently cracked him with uh last.
1: Ah, uh, okay, okay.
0: You know, as like symbolism, and then had a fresh one. Is what? Yeah, because I, I was
1: like, why not hit him with the the giant killer one? But whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, too. Um, I will say this. I did like the little bit of psychology with Remsburg rushing down because that's what would happen if a regular referee was knocked out. Yeah, I was going to ask ask your
1: opinion about that. It's like because if it's a special guest, like that's part of the stipulation, do you think that another ref should get involved?
0: I think so. I mean, I I think it should be circumstantial. That's uh, true. true. Because, I mean, the way MJF uh, sold the chair shot with – that's what I loved about million it too, bucks. It, yeah. The, the, yeah. This whole match was serving everyone involved. Sean yeah. Spears looked great. Wardlow got the big pop with snapping the cuffs off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he teases the power bomb and you know, it's still, you get to, to, to still save that little bit of, whoa, I'll wait till I get my hands on MJF for this Sunday. You know what I'm saying? But him even taking the chair shot. And it wasn't the hardest chair shot in the world, you know what I'm saying? But he's still selling it because he's the chairman and that's his guy right now, you know what I'm saying? So I thought he, he, you know, the way he got laid out and he like was selling the chair shot, I thought, Warranted a referee coming down because it didn't look like he was waking up anytime soon. No, you
1: know, you know what? Yeah, that's 100% true. That's 100% true. And, and you look
0: like he was doing a snow angel, bro. Like, arms like,
1: You seen the way, yeah, he just like literally fainted back. I was like, like he just got shot in the chest with a magnum, bro. Real
0: talk. Just slow flat back. It it almost
1: reminded me of the one he, he hit Cody with. I ain't gonna lie, but it wasn't, yeah, obviously, bit. it wasn't that same one. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. I digress, man. But, yeah, I thought it was, like you said, this served everybody involved. Uh, obviously, not the security guards that had to force themselves. like, like <laughs> Logically, like, hey, let's all funnel ourselves and get annihilated. No, let's mm-hmm. not do that.
0: Man, that was uh, an assembly line of annihilation, bro. Yeah, that was
1: way too many Like, you would have thought, though, the more official security guards that had, like, the, uh, that looked like they had, like, uh, the sidearm on them at the stage would have been, like, these dumbass kids <laughs> yeah that's why we that's why we signed up for these <laughs> that's sh- why that's why we that's why we're at the we're at the stage and we're not like you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyways man go ahead
0: yeah we got a backstage segment uh jas uh we see garcia he's uh Damn, telling yeah. LA- lax and bcc at a double or nothing, they plan on showing them how violent sports entertainers can really be, and then they run into a backstage <laughs> hand wearing a Moxley tee—the symbol uh, of excellence,
1: a- a sports entertainment. <laughs> 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 I- <laughs> Is a yeah, symbol we, of excellence. I, I don't know why. It's just hilarious the way it comes off. Uh,
0: man. I don't know. I mean, some some arenas it, it it gets over. Some arenas, I, I think it's like <laughs> frivolous. It depends. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we see Magic and Cool Hand confront the guy for his wardrobe choice before Jericho launches a fireball in his face and tells the camera he's a wizard. So that
1: um, fireball was fucking impressive. Like that, I was like kind of scared for the guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it, it came out me, of nowhere. But I'm only worried about how many times we're going to see this because, let's be honest, we're going to see it in this Anarchy in the Arena match uh, at some point, yeah. whether he hits the right guy or not. And I'm just hoping between the elements, it sounds like it's going to be all over the place, unpredictable. Uh, I'm sure Yeah, it's let's be not turn this spot. to a Joey
1: Janela situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking that. Uh, let, let's like i'm i'm thinking that and a hulk hogan situation hulk ah, hogan, with the
1: flash situation. paper yeah, yeah 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 you know and then the thing i it, it was small but just kind of funny for his character it was angelo like you want a piece and <laughs> he had the the switchblade comb and i'm like yo what the fuck
0: yeah i that was the right <laughs> amount
1: of cheese
0: for his character yeah,
1: yeah yeah it was yeah
0: yeah it's like oh he he fancies himself a tough guy huh uh next we get a very good segment man uh cm punk hangman page face to face uh punk says the the biggest moment of his career happened in vegas and he plans to walk into double or nothing as challenger and respectfully walk out as champ page says he already told everyone what he's going to do to him and there's nothing he can do to take the title away from him Punk calls Paige the toughest SOB in the roster, says he's champ for a reason, but asks why he's taking everything so personally. Paige says he's been waiting for this moment for months. Imagine he'd be sitting cross-legged on the ramp before sending a pipe bomb of his own uh, Punk's way, but it's uh, not lost on him how he went in Vegas would bring things full circle for Punk. Says he doesn't hate Punk, but almost pities him, as he has no respect for him or what he's done since coming to AEW. And at Double or Nothing, uh, he won't be, they might be fighting for the title, but it's AEW he's defending from Punk. Uh, Punk says he doesn't understand why Paige uh, is taking this personally still, uh, doesn't want, uh, he says, if you don't want me in AEW, you're going to have to do something about it at Double or Nothing. Reiterates his respect for Paige but reminds him, you know, the roads you took to get here, I paved them the house you built, the lumber, you know, you use, you know, he says something like that. Um, I was cut, down yeah, the trees. Yeah,
1: I use from the trees I cut down or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And kind of just claims to have given Paige
0: the blueprint to his, I guess, AEW success, uh, it seems. Uh, Punk vows that Paige will shake his hand a double or nothing, but then decides to extend his hand then and there to kind of make good on his promise a couple of days early. Paige greets him with a right hand instead, and he takes the punch in stride, but uh, sits up smiling on the mat. As Paige stares him down and then exits in a huff. So. Dude,
1: that was is a hell of a right hand, too. Yeah. No, nah,
0: I like this segment. It's I did, but I didn't. I wish we could have got like a, a week or so ago because one would think this kind of felt a little tame for a go-home segment. Uh, you know, yeah. but I still love the content. Like, it still adds to it, but I kind of wish it got here. A week ago, and then we had something maybe a little more stronger, you know, to to really I, sell the match. I guess.
1: I I don't know. I was up and down with the segment, like the in t- like the mood that was set. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Hangman didn't really have a definitive uh stance. Like, in there was something that Punk said where he's like, "You're kind of going around in circles," and to be honest, he kind of was. Like, he wasn't really yeah. like. Like, I don't really know what his issue is. Like, like again, I remember the first time he, like he said, the first time he said anything about Punk, I watched it. Yeah, I'm going to annihilate him. I remember he saying, I'm like, oh, okay, he got some fire. I was like, Maybe he got some, you know, he mm-hmm. got something actually against him. But I have not heard what that is. You know I what I mean? Me? Like, my, like, my like, opinion... uh, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, we did get some direction of where he's coming from, but I don't think we got a why. You know what I mean? Uh, I think yeah, that's kind of where I, I'm I struggling to connect. Like it's one. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's you know, to me, it's one of his biggest title defenses against, because of the name yeah, and, and challenge wise. And also the eyes of the public, all that, you know, check all the boxes, whatever you want to call it, Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm, I'm interested to hear how he's going to, you know, kick this guy's ass and not be intimidated by him and stuff, which we kind of got, but again, I feel like he was saying like three, like it's almost like he had three different promos out there. And none of them were connected. It was kind of weird for me. but
0: I feel like what it is, is um, I don't think it's so much he's threatened by Punk's arrival to AEW as much as, like, I feel like this isn't going to be the last match between the two. I think this is, I think Hangman hey hey Man is going to serve as the perfect baby face that actually brings the heel Punk out in AEW. Like, I think he's on some, man, you out here, you're still on some, like, I respect this and, you know, I'm so happy to be here. But, you know, let's not forget that you kind of ripped us in the first year we were here because of not being professional with pitches or whatever, you know. And he hasn't talked about that or noted that. But I wonder if that's kind of like where you weren't here from the beginning and had a chance to be, and you decided not to be. See that, yeah, and,
1: uh, that I mean, because it's based on and things, things he
0: like jumped on when it got hot. Maybe you know what I mean.
1: But that, but what you just said, like you see how I can gravitate towards that because these are based on real quotes and things people can go and research and be like, oh, okay, I could see why you'd have a beef with this guy because yeah. yeah, it's funny how we forgot about that when we got excited for him when you know when it was uh. The first dance came around, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah but that would make his gripe legitimate. And I mean, look, he's a cowboy. So I, I want to see him whoop some ass. That's fine. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's all I had to say. But yeah, I don't want to keep you from the rest of the movie, No, man. no, you're
0: good. You're good, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been confirmed. Uh, we're gonna see Anna Jade challenge Jade Cargo for the TBS title at Double <laughs> or Nothing.
1: Yeah, Jay yeah. was cracking me up with that promo, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say there was a vignette. And basically, the bottom line is that Double or Nothing. You better bet on Jade because she's nothing but money, which is you know well well delivered line. Uh, after this, we get a little bit more of the J A S B C C L A X saga as Kingston and Moxley team up to take on Private Party. Uh, we see Regal join commentary and Jericho also joins before, uh, but you know he deprives Vegas to sing in Judas first. J A S is also flanking him at the table. Uh, we see Kingston rush Isaiah on the ramp to kick off the match. Commentary note: The pair uh, last team last September. While Jericho uh, congratulates Regal for living another week,
1: dude. That's the- when I heard that, I was like, "Ah, bro." I was like,
0: "Well, that—that's where the real meat and potatoes of this segment yeah. came."
1: On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really- you're right. Yeah, you're right.
0: Because Regal, even at you know, it was during picture in picture, but Regal, he he kind of starts shooting from the hip, calling uh 2.0 toss pots. Uh, and- <laughs> Yeah, and he says, they used to work for me. I know exactly who they are.
1: Oh, man. Okay, I yeah. missed that. Yeah.
0: And then he reminds Jericho how uh, back in their old company, he didn't even want to go near Hager because he thought he was beneath them while I always saw his potential. And then he was like, how you doing, Jake? And I was like, damn, dude. Yeah, because
1: like, like, we, we kept saying, like, you know, he's always like, I, I know you more than uh, – he said, that's why why you're scared, because, you know, I, I, out of all these people, I actually know who you are, Chris. Exactly. Like, I know everything about you, and you can't stand that. <laughs> so, but it's yeah, it's been. Um,
0: doesn't have a read on is Garcia. That was again one of the guys, one of the pupils they wanted uh, originally. You know, or course. that was
1: yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm still I'm still up in the air with Garcia in that group. Personally. Yeah,
0: I, I can't do it, man. It's it's tough, but we'll see, man. Uh, Private party hits stereo outside dives, and then Isaiah actually nails Mox with a mid rope eclipse. Is the best way to yeah. say yeah, and, um, dope up and uh, mark quinn lands a shooting star press for a near fall i will say i did not like how much mo- offense Mox let these kids get in but that's for a different day mocks especially
1: because counter- they were in vegas too bro.
0: exactly man uh Mox counters a silly string with the king kong lariat kingston rushes in nails mark uh with the uh Hurricane, and then locks in the stretch plumb while Mox uh nails the uh paradigm shift for the win
1: hey, yo, shout out to kingston with the air Maxes on though
0: yeah for sure man i love how jr uh, J. At one point, says, says, uh, Kingston out here debuting his new ring gear.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, what's his name? But Jericho was like, it's funny how he has a, 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 a Terry Funk shirt on. You know, a guy that, that used to be as famous as me with fire, but now I am because I'm a wizard. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, that was, I was like, what a straight, you went, you went after that one just to, so I can say that, bro. Like,
0: yeah, I, I, I thought that was a good call, though. I mean, it was like, you know what, if the ball's in play and.
1: I'm like, you, I'm like where's this going? Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, all right.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, post match we see the JAS jump mox in Kingston, but uh, then we see Proud and Powerful and Danielson make their way down to even the odds. All ten men brawl to sell the match. And Danielson and Jericho uh, tease a brief exchange with uh, Chris cheap shotting Brian's leg. So um, yeah, that yeah, was
1: interesting. How I see now, I'm I'm confused because remember mm-hmm. last week we had said that there was that incident that happened with him with his leg got stuck and it was like for over ten minutes. Now now all of a sudden they got this video produced. oh what happened after the show and you see that they were actually like attacking his leg and like i don't yeah. know if they were using for an angle since it was there or what but Yeah,
0: hard, hard to say hard to say yeah yeah it
1: was interesting i was like you know but knowing brian he's like probably like yeah use it we might as well it was kind yeah. of fucking embarrassing staying there for 10 minutes not being able to fucking do shit it looked more of
0: like an audible called by hager yeah yeah or more- and, you know, but yeah, why not use it? You know what I'm saying? So, especially Brian is arguably uh the most dangerous guy on that team.
1: And, and like, when, yeah. And when you think about it, like, are you, if a guy that dangerous is stuck like that, yeah, you just leave him alone or not take advantage.
0: Exactly. Exactly. He's
1: a heel. Yeah. You know, so,
0: yeah. He's definitely the, uh, if not number one in the top three on that team, that's bringing it. So it's like, yeah, if you have a chance to clip the wings on that guy, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Especially
1: if one of those wings is his legs, and you know what he does with them legs. So
0: exactly, yeah. exactly, yep. yeah, good point. So uh, we get a, a nice vignette of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament so far. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. This uh, brings us to uh, something I know you're going to want to sound off on. I just ask that you sound off after I'm done getting through this, but the ROH tag. Title match, we see FTR defending against Rapongi. Rapongi Vice. I
1: always do it like that because Rocky has like a funny recording voice. He's just,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Capri <laughs> is actually introduced some commentary, yeah, while-
1: yeah, he was. I was actually happy to see him. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, he got to hit his.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> he hit that. He, he's, it's about to be his match is about to be amazing. And then what he, uh, he oh he he was getting his uh his uh stats in too. So I thought that was a good look for him.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh man, this starts off with a stalemate of fundamentals and pinning combos, uh, which was expected. We see an assisted leg drop from FTR, but Rapongi actually responds with an Inziguri half and half combo for two before picture in picture. We see Rapongi vice it dax with a uh, double jumping knees and follow with a Rope hung suplex, diving basement or diving shotgun dropkick, basement knee smash combo, a lot of stuff going on for a near fall, and uh, we actually see a, a pile driver attempt, uh, but it gets countered by Trent, and who actually turns it to a strong zero with Ramiro, but Cass is able to break the pin in time before we see IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, the uh, I believe they're called the yeah, United Empire, Jeff Cobb and the Great Ocon. Charge the ring to cause a no contest. Um, You know, they destroy both teams. We see a tour of the islands, a doctor bomb through a table, uh, sort of an iron claw through a table off the apron. Uh, They raise the ROH tag straps in the air. Um, I kind of get why they did this. Uh, You know, both teams have mentioned being hungry for their straps, forbidden doors around the corner. Um, We've seen Jeff Cobb before. Uh, you know, it wasn't a bad idea, but the execution in ring was a little bad. I I mean, we talked before we went on air about the quality of the match anyway between Rapongi and FTR, which I was excited to hear this match confirmed, especially for free TV. Um, I didn't mind the 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 pace of the match because I thought I was gonna build um, because I wasn't expecting there to be a no, you know, a no contest. I thought it was just going to be a, a straight-up good defense or something that would lead to them defending on the pay-per-view, because that's the thing I have a big problem with, is the fact that your arguably most red-hot act on a weekly basis is not booked for your one of your biggest pay-per-views of the year.
1: Meanwhile, you got mm-hmm. the Bucks and the Hardys, over nothing, really.
0: Yeah, it's see, and it's, it's literally off
1: BTE shit. Like you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. It's it, it, not much of a build, you know. Except since last week, you know, what I'm saying there hasn't been much. And then we we got a vignette with, or not vignette, but a backstage seg with the Hardys this week. No bucks this week.
1: They yeah, I, know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, but like, yeah. What I, the only thing I, I was gonna say about the 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 FTR yeah. match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: I was excited for this match too. Um, I don't know if it was the crowd or what. It didn't seem like the crowd was that into it. I don't know. Uh, maybe they weren't into the pacing of it. I don't know. Like me, I thought maybe they were kind of working more of the New Japan style, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do that in Vegas. You know what I mean? Though, yeah. when you think about it, Vegas is kind of the home of like a second home for Ring of Honor anniversary shows. They've done a lot of cross promotion with New Japan before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like we, we've we seen Roppongi, I, I, I We haven't seen him, but you've seen them do a lot of stuff with Ring of Honor before and the crowd kinda knows that they know like how how they get down. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like the match could have been I don't want to say better in quality, but I don't know, I just it just I didn't get that feel that I thought I was gonna get from watching it. They um,
0: weren't maybe they didn't peel back the curtain or not curtain, but like they didn't really get into the right gear because they knew there was gonna be a no contest. At, at,
1: yeah and, and and that's what I was thinking too I was like but yeah I mean to to what you were saying like yeah I, I felt bad because obviously I don't know what that move was supposed to be that double team but uh they yeah. didn't they didn't get that one off in time yeah. uh Jeff Cobb and great O'Con
0: neck breaker Samoan drop or something but yeah that was that was that I mean that reminded me of when Orton tried to do the RKO yeah. on Well, Raw.
1: well did, did you did you notice the other when he got him in that iron claw how Trent just pretty much just launched himself before he was ready to throw him.
0: Yeah, that's why I said it was supposed to be an iron claw. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was like, I had to rewind it. I'm like, did I just see that right? I'm like, oh man, this is that was bad. Yeah.
0: was not I mean, it was. It's it's interesting for Forbidden Door. I just don't think we needed it before Double or Nothing. You know what no, I mean,
1: it, it, no, no.
0: Like it's crazy to think FTR is on the sideline for Double or Nothing. But. Well,
1: I mean, yeah. When you think about it, though, we were just talking about how, like, neck literally next uh, Wednesday is going to be like the start of June. So from there, it was a June 23rd, I think it's a forbidden door. So <clears throat> he got, you know, more or less a little bit over three weeks to build.
0: I just hate so. that some PR is not a fourth team in this tag team title match, but I digress, man. Speaking of tag teams and we were just talking about uh, a tag rivalry kind of built on nothing these are good uh words but without you know supporting the end of last week that went off with chaos that's why i thought it was like kind of bad like on the go home week you don't even pick up from last week or give us anything they went off the air with like type of footage you know what i mean like more damage done whatever actually you know i speaking to that last week you know how sting was part of that melee and he got Pilmanized right on his leg. Yeah. Apparently, he got shoot injured, or unless they're you know, maybe it's not a shoot and and they're trying to just sell the injury. But apparently, it says, uh, due to injury last week, uh, this is AEW tweeting Sting has not been cleared to travel and will unfortunately not be at this Saturday's uh, AEW Double or Nothing Fan Fest uh, to do meet and greets for fans who purchased tickets to see the icon. Watch your inbox for information on refunds. So That could also maybe be a redirect. (laughs) Maybe I mean
1: there's that. I'm also thinking maybe Sting something happened where Sting couldn't do it, and they had to figure out a way to get him out of it. Not really like that, but you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. So like, like he knew, like he
1: knew he was gonna miss it. So they're like, well, well, how do we do this? Like, you know, yeah,
0: how do we? Yeah, for sure. Uh, The Hardys are backstage. Uh, Matt touts becoming a revolutionary tag team during an era where the Bucks would not be able to survive in jeff calls them stepping stones on their journey to becoming aw tag champs and completing their legendary tag team status and then matt says the adage never meet your heroes because they'll uh they'll disappoint you but says that the devil or nothing the bucks will be disappointed when they can't beat their heroes um i mean good stuff but again does nothing when it's like seems like it's pre-taped and you know And you were talking about how jeff was um spotty on
1: this <laughs> well but, it, it, what it was is he he when he finally gets a chance to speak he he does a goat impression i'm like what the fuck what you i'm like you just undid everything matt just set you up for right now like yeah, you know what yeah. i mean um yeah my only problem is this it, it'd be different if the bucks were going on like a weekly tirade or or like how they were better than the, the hardies you know what yeah I mean? but they haven't been doing that
0: no, this whole this whole rivalry is well, built, well on
1: BTE, yeah, yeah, but on TV, not, no, not,
0: yeah, say, it's built on BTE storylines, which aren't. It's not that they're not canon to TV, but it's just you don't promote one with the other, so it's you know you don't make it evident that people should be yeah. tuning it more. You know, what I mean, because it's I don't know, man, it's it's because say it's, like it's, this, but still. You
1: know, what What if there's a like, you know, 50 year old fan out there, right? Not mm-hmm. saying that they wouldn't have the Internet, but they're not really so, you know, function. Mm-hmm. They're, they're usually like, I just like to watch my TV box. Right. Yeah. So if they don't, you know, they don't even do the YouTube stuff. So if they don't even watch the show, like they've got to be like, well, OK, I, I'm not mad at the match, but why is this going on? Right. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, man. There you good, man? We get a really cool triple threat match. Ricky Starks, this was on- a
1: great match, dude. And yeah, shout they- out to Ricky Starks because he, god, he's on fire right now,
0: bro. Yeah, sure. But he's taking on Swerve Strickland and Jungle Boy. Uh, this was set up last week as kind of like a preview, swear, swear, uh, swear. three way tag match that's taking on, uh, taking place this Sunday. The tag titles, um, yeah, man. I mean, when they got announced, I was already like intrigued because I was like, that sounds like a great, like, I, I would, yeah. Different styles and stuff, but, uh, match kicks off with dueling pinning combos from all three men. Uh, we see Swerve actually launch J, uh, Jungle Boy. I always put JB for my notes, uh, launch, uh, Jungle Boy off his shoulders onto Starks to execute a uh, midair Hurricane Rana. A really cool spot. Uh, at one point we see Starks actually, uh, uh, with an impressive evasion as, uh, Jungle Boy tried to smash his face into the post. Uh, I think, uh, I like the call too because Excalibur is like he threaded the needle, which I thought was a really good way to say. Cause the way, the, yeah,
1: because he made it look like he almost barely, like you know what I mean, like 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 it was like an automatic door shutting on him, and he's like Slo-? Millennium
0: Falcon shooting, yes, no, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, four of hits starts with the uh, diving European uppercut and apron pump kick before uh, taking a rana off the apron to the floor uh, from uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy hits what looked like a pump handle Olympic slam to Starks in a. Attempts an avalanche, Poison Rana on Swerve, but he lands on his feet like a boss. Uh, Starks actually spears Swerve during a Brain Buster attempt, and that was a hell of a a spear, I would say. Yeah, it was. Then he hits the Rochambeau on uh, Swerve, but uh, Jungle Boy actually is able to lock in the snare trap, only for Swerve to come back and break the hold and hit the Swerve Stomp for the win, uh, Post match, you see Hobbs run down to attack Swerve and Jungle Boy from behind, which of course prompts Luchasaurus to storm down as well. And we see Lucha and Hobbs begin to uh, mix it up when Keith Lee's music hits and he joins the Haas party. But we see uh, Hobbs take it away from uh, Luchasaurus and they just kind of, he just kind of follows them outside. And, uh, and then we find out it's to set up a corpse crew plancha from uh, Lee. Who, uh, gets up and then celebrates with Swerve in the ring, just uh, you know, sell their three way match coming up. So, uh, yeah, still, I, like, when are we gonna get those the other three in a match? Like you said, I mean, uh, t-
1: I mean, I figured they would they would have done something like that on on Rampage, but if hasn't been announced, I don't know. <laughs>
0: That's the uh, layup, but,
1: but um, yeah, this, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to say that yeah, I was like the like you, I was excited for this because of the fact that I wanted to see how JB and Swerve were gonna get into it because I don't think they've ever faced. So yeah, yeah. this was a treat again. Uh, my, you know, my my boy Ricky was on fire. I love when every time he, he anytime he, he, he has a, the right timing when he hits that pose. Every oh. single time, dude. He every knows, time, man. He, he knows, knows exactly, exactly. what he, he's the future and Hobbs is the future, hands down, of that company. Yeah.
0: You know what I liked about that, too? It's like so simple because he hit, he, he hits a clothesline, mm-hmm. ducks, and then throws him into the gate, jumps on the apron from pose. It's because, like, dude,
1: like impressive yeah.
0: Moves. It's just like, watch me, watch me work
1: because you know he, I mean? he, he saw the front flip coming anyways exactly just, i was like man this was great this was i i you know you know it's a good match when you're laughing out loud and having a good time you know what i mean but anyways the, go ahead bro
0: next spot uh i didn't want to bring this up i just thought it was interesting because we were trying to figure this whole thing out you know scorpio sky i didn't watch i didn't get a chance to catch that part on Rampage where he's demanding his title back again i don't remember seeing anything on camera of Sammy and Tay stealing the belt, which yeah, sounds don't, like yeah. what's going on? But uh, Lambert basically says, you know, you don't win every major title in combat sports without having belt makers on speed dial, and he promises to present Sky with a custom TNT title, a new belt, I guess, on Rampage. So we'll see tonight, uh, you know, after this thing drops. So uh I just thought that was an interesting development. We also get Thunder Rosa on stage uh to kind of sell her match against Serena Deeb. She has no face paint on. It says real her. She's a real champion and Deeb just complains and is rather be uh petty accuses her of blaming others for her past and no longer looks up to her and then vows to put the war paint on at double or nothing and beat her and haunts her forever while she's actually interrupted by the cue of her own theme song i thought that was really shitty
1: yeah that was really shitty yeah but i mean everything else everything else after that was a great promo for her yeah
0: yeah but a lot of people took into that outfit she had on with the hat and no no paint and they were like, we finally, or Ringside News put it up. They're like, we finally found Carmen San Diego." Man, fuck Ringside now, News. I, I know, man. Like, And I heard they had some stuff going on. But I know we're not doing too much news this, this week. We're going to jump All on right. We'll move on next week. But uh, then we uh, come down towards our, our, our co-main events, both Owen Hart uh, tournament semifinals. We have Tony Storm taking on uh, Britt Baker. Uh, Britt takes charge early on with the uh, reverse STO to the still steps before picture-in-picture uh brit super kicks storm and then goes for what they call the pittsburgh sunrise but uh tony counters with a tornado ddt uh she nails the running hips smash, then goes for storm zero but baker counters with an air raid crash for two and uh, we see jamie hater make her way to ringside as baker escapes a schoolgirl and hits her twisting fisherman's neckbreaker for two storm hits baker with a tornado ddt from the apron to the floor when hater jumps on the apron to distract Storm a uh, blaster with a forearm smash, then goes for Storm Zero again, only for Britt to counter into a pin and grab the rope for a uh, for leverage to steal the win. Hated this finish. Hated it, hated it, hated it. I was not a fan of this match. I think of this caliber. These guys could have, you know, it, they could have laid some groundwork for a future actual program, not based in tor- on tournament wins and actually based on. You know, uh, 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 a storyline that, uh, that could be just great for both people, especially with Tony just coming into the division. Um, but instead, they gave us this some free TV and gave us this shitty finish. I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I, I get it where they're going. It's going to be Baker and Ruby, too, I'm sure, in the finals. Well, uh, I mean, I Ruby's mean... got to get through Statlander on Friday. But it seems like, you know, she beat her for the title or defended the title against Ruby, what I think once or twice already, and you know she's. It seems like they're. That's the long angles, getting Ruby or went back on Britt, maybe position uh, positioning her for a title shot. Maybe.
1: I Who mean, the, the other thing I was thinking is, it seems like they're trying to possibly have Cole and Baker as like a Mister and mrs of the first Owen. You know what
0: I mean? Even think about that.
1: Um, but at the same time I want to ask, okay, so what if it happened to be Britt Baker versus uh, Tony Storm in the finals, and that that was the finish, and that's how she won, and then that spiraled into a program. Would, would that have been better for you? Because to be honest, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with the finish because it was like some heel stuff and the ref was protected because of his positioning, but... I,
0: yeah, I, I guess you know what it is, man. The whole... My people, Team DMD, helped me cheat to win. That whole trope's kind of got go away heat with me. I get it when you're the champion, and sometimes it doesn't fit certain champions. Like, it best she got way old with Jinder Mahal when he was champ, you know what I'm saying? But
1: yeah, where Br- the hell's Rebel, by the way? I haven't seen her in a while.
0: I mean, she came out with her on the ramp, but she left later. Oh, on.
1: okay. I missed that. I missed that. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, um, uh, she kind of gave her like the pat on the back and you know, go get em. <laughs> you know, so. But it's I don't know, man. Like so, it, I, so it's kind of got like I said, like a little bit of go away heat with me because it's like, yeah, we know this is how she would win, but like this is a tournament, and I mean I know she beat Machito, you know, like clean. Um, I just I don't know. I guess I always look at if you're trying to build Brit with out the title for like legit bragging rights you know but again you know maybe they had to go this way so they could you know maybe that's what they're gonna do maybe they'll revisit it down the line and give it an actual you know long yeah let's just hope they don't they don't wait
1: too long to revisit it like they like they've been doing with all these other fucking
0: yeah seriously
1: like remember Uh, it was at the last tournament two years ago like no we don't remember bro because y'all should have capitalized on it then
0: Exactly. Uh, and just to go into some match announcements, again, for tonight, Rampage, Chris Statlander taking on Ruby Soho uh, to figure out who faces uh, Britt Baker in the finals, uh, which will take place at uh, Double or Nothing. Of course, we got the Young Bucks in action. Uh, so I guess they were there. They were just waiting to, you know, I guess do Rampage instead. And we got uh, Matt Seidel is actually announced to take on Brian uh, Danielson, uh, you know, ahead of their uh, anarchy in the arena match so that'll be interesting but uh this takes us to uh owen hart uh you know uh i'm sorry not Owen Hart, but the owen hart tournament uh semi-final the second main event i guess or the co-main event they kept calling it samoa joe taking on kyle o'reilly uh we see joe dominate early after a stalemate of submissions uh kyle takes charge though after slamming him shoulder first into the mat with the arm wrench uh Kyle continues the assault and hits a diving knee drop in Joe's arm, followed by a cross armbar before picture in picture. And actually during the commercial, uh Kyle gets blasted with this monstrous forearm from Joe. Uh it's pretty pretty like if you should go out your way to look at uh, look for it. Cause even Tony was like, I think he got some teeth on that one. Uh but Kyle manages to maintain targeting the shoulder. Uh but we see Joe hit that atomic drop, big boot running Centon combo for two. Goes for the muscle buster, but Kyle counters with a Kimura lock and then transitions to a Fujiwara. Uh, but Joe gets that rope break before Kyle rips the athletic tape off his shoulder. And the match begins to break down to dueling strikes when Kyle tries an O'Connor roll, but gets trapped in Joe's coquina clutch for the win. Uh, post-match, see Adam Cole uh, come on the ramp and interrupt Joe's celebration as the two stare each other down to end the show and, of course, sell the uh you know their match or their final uh round of the own Hart foundation tournament to see who the winner is for that man so at double or nothing
1: i mean but, let's uh, just, like you said though you can't tell me the image of wardlow at the top of that cage wouldn't have been a better so, yeah yeah you know i mean um in Especially terms with of with
0: the straps down pointing at him looking crazy his hair's all out yeah
1: yeah, I don't know, man. And, and you know what's funny is that now that I think about it, um Double or Nothing was the first one that we went to. I remember that's when we first saw the vignette for Wardlaw.
0: Yeah, we, that's right.
1: We did. I was like, "Who the hell is this guy? I've never heard of this guy. Like, never mm-hmm. knew about him." But yeah. um
0: And I think uh randomly, Adam, Anna J played the girl in that video.
1: The, oh. I think he was like
0: getting out of a car and then beats up all those guys. Yeah,
1: that would make sense, hundred percent. Yeah
0: huh all right yeah but you know i was early on yeah so
1: but yeah that was
0: uh uh, dynamite
1: um i guess we'll take a quick break and uh we'll be back with these uh fierce predictions my guy
0: predictions let's do it
1: What is going on? Quincy Jones Go here, and I'm here to tell y'all details on the brand new drop that just came out yesterday from Storyline Tees. I'm telling y'all, man, this is the one. They they the ones. (laughs) They the ones. Every single time. Out the park. They never miss. This time, no different. This time, we got an AEW design for those that are fans of the Blackpool Combat Club. Yuta, Moxley, Danielson, and, of course, the lordship himself, Regal. All up on that thing. Forged in combat available in three different colors. White, heather gray, and black for all y'all needs. So don't be a snotty little toe rag. Pull out that good money and get you one right now before they are all gone. Quincy Jones said so. And make sure you follow at storyline Tees underscore LLC. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man! What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's about that time. Let's break it down. I mean, we don't know the match order, but, you know, we can run down the card and, uh, you know, Throw yeah. our two cents in. So let's, let's, uh, now I think about it, They're not doing a, uh, they're not doing a battle royal, are they?
0: They didn't announce one. No, that's actually interesting. Maybe just because they had the ladder or the face of the TNT ladder match, maybe. I don't know.
1: I mean, mm. but I mean, I just, I'm, I, but you remember, right? Like, that's how Hangman Page, like, even.
0: Oh, it yeah, no, the, the,
1: the, the casino battle royale. Yeah. You would have thought that they would have done it. That was like kind of like the thing, but. Anyways, uh, so we got, obviously, Hookhausen. I think that's, like, mm-hmm. only, is that the only match on the buy-in? On the
0: buy-in. Uh, that's all I've seen so far. But, yeah, you're right. Hook and uh, dan Danhausen teaming up. It's been weird because I heard that – I mean, I saw something that showed that Tony Neese was offering to take them on in a handicap match, it seemed yeah, like. Yeah, he did.
1: And then I noticed but, that Mark was doing a lot – he was posting a lot of his social media, like stuff that he was, you weren't seeing on TV where he was doing training with Tony.
0: Oh, okay, because, um, yeah, apparently – uh, even when they were doing running down the card on Dynamite, they did say taking on the team of Tony Nieves and Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, I'm going Hookhausen. Give the people what they want. It's kind of a slam dunk here.
1: I mean, I I think so too. I mean, not that I think it's a slam dunk, but I don't like. I don't. I don't. Well, I I just don't see them disappointing anybody. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, but yeah, no. I'll, I'll go Hookhausen as well.
0: That was good. And uh yeah, so I'm gonna go hook housing. Uh we also have a trios match that was uh just added. Death Triangle taking on House of Black.
1: Um I feel like tough. they've done this before, dude.
0: Well, I think what it is is they were waiting for Phoenix to get well. And I don't think they I don't know if they ever had the actual trios match versus tag team matches and things like that. Um, But it's tough because I don't know who needs to win more. Uh, I feel like both teams have been spinning their wheels with each other while, you know, the whole Fuego thing's been dangled, which I don't really know. No offense to Fuego. I like Fuego. No, I didn't
1: really it. do nothing for him, though. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, so it's kind of tough, but I guess I'm going to go House of Black on this one. But it's tough to argue Death Triangle doesn't need the uh, win more, you know, especially with Phoenix just getting beat.
1: yeah uh, i I was thinking the same thing but i'm not gonna lie i feel like in terms of momentum house of black deserves more because they've been on tv but as mm -hmm. soon as they're on tv they're like they're off tv And I'm like, yo y'all y'all used to have like almost uh almost every other week like not even every week but every other week there would be a vignette with three of them now now we barely even see them Mm -hmm. which I, i don't understand but uh and now think about it is there not a tnt championship match on the card either
0: I don't believe so. No, unless something happens uh, tonight uh, with the unveiling of this new title. With Scott
1: yeah, that's true. I, it's gonna be it's gonna have like Dan's face on it or some stupid.
0: I don't know. I mean, he did say it's custom, and he's like, in you the, never
1: heard of belts by Dan? <laughs> like yes, <wrong laughs>
0: uh, uh, pro. Instead of pro, I am pro Dan.
1: Pro Dan. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, next match. uh,
0: I got the TV. At, or you didn't tell me who you're going for. House of Black or that's right? Oh, Rock yeah. Rock I
1: said House of Black. My bad.
0: Okay. H-O-B's, baby.
1: <laughs> oh, you saw they're having like a pop-up in Burbank, I think. Is it today?
0: Who is? A-A-W?
1: House of Black. I think I sent it to you online. They're doing some sort of. No, it's next It's next Thursday, the, the day after Dynamite. They're going to be in Burbank doing some sort of pop-up. Oh, close, uh,
0: House... Is that the clothing line thing?
1: No, this is House of Black like all oh, three oh, right. of
0: them. It, That's like the first sermon or something like that right yeah
1: something like that yeah
0: yeah so that's uh, it's interesting i wonder what, what that's about uh next match i got uh, over here is jade cargill defending her uh like we talked about earlier her tbs title against anna jay i don't want to say that anna jay isn't a good foil for jade and i do agree since their last uh meeting when it was just i think you know winning streak versus like momentum you know She has grown since then, but it's hard to argue that. Okay, let me not say argue. In my world, Tony Storm is the one that takes the belt or beats Jade, or, you know what I mean? Because it's poetic justice when her song starts with a storm's coming. You
1: know what I mean?
0: and then you got a storm like can she actually handle the storm you know that looks like the storm actually met jade at her front door like i just feel like that's an easy and storm's got the credentials to back it up i feel um but i also
1: see the need to (laughs) make anna jay
0: a star now that she's kind of away from the tay jay thing you know or the ty J thing i should say but
1: it's yeah yes i don't know it's weird because like like what you said, you're not. You know, you're saying that you're not. You know, you have nothing against Anna J, and you think she could be a good foil. But in my, for me, I'm like, but logically, not two weeks out of paper from a pay per view issue. Yeah,
0: it's and not they, a. It's they, not
1: believable just just to have. It's not believable just so you can have that championship on the card. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I say this, I say
1: this, and I say this because, meanwhile, you've stretched out this TNT shit between Sammy and and Scorpio, yet. They don't have a championship match. But no. you're telling me two weeks in advance, Anna Jay just gotta run down and grab a crutch and all of a sudden she gets a match. Like you know what I mean? It just Yeah, I, it's
0: kinda like but what I, I would have preferred. I'm going
1: Jade though. I'm going Jade obviously. So
0: Yeah, same, same here. Um what I would have preferred personally is if they had a battle royal or something where she won Yeah the right for a championship, what do they call eliminator? And then if he yeah. was able to somehow beat her in the eliminator because the baddies messed something up or something like that at least you get the fluke win and you build the momentum that she could beat jade and has beaten jade but i get also the, the need to protect you know jade's winning streak but it's tough when you got a undefeated streak and a title at the same time you know what i'm saying yeah i
1: mean the 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 more logical way to go is to have her get EQ'd on purpose like it just how her get jumped after a while Right. Yeah, very that, true. That way, and that that way, they're like, "Man, I don't care. I already beat this." You know, she kept. She's already confident. Like, I have already beat you. I'll beat you again. So she's like, "Man, I don't care. I just want to beat this chick's ass, anyways." You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: and then she could always say, "I've never been pinned."
1: Yeah, I mean, it's is- a, DQ, a DQ is a disqualification, not a loss. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. It's like a DQ win, but not a DQ loss. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we'll know. see.
0: Uh, next I got uh the big three-way tag team title match. Yes, sir. Uh Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland taking on uh Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and uh Luchasaurus as they defend their titles against them and the uh team team Taz, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. I it's tough, man, because on one hand, selfishly, I would again I would have loved to F- FTR to somehow be part of this or to, like, in, in a world where the champs retain just so FTR could snatch those up, too, you know? Because I just think the visual of, of tag team belt collectors on the tag team level with guys like FTR who definitely know how to carry themselves sounds and looks incredible. But that aside, in this match, like, if you take FTR totally out of the equation, I feel like Team Taz kind of deserves it, man.
1: I, I mean, that's what I was gonna go for. Like, trust me. Like, I'm gonna watch because I'm a big fan of uh, Swerve and Our Glory, as, as they're yeah. being called. Um, but I think that Team Taz would be a great pivot because, to be honest, they're kind of they're kind of getting some fan support out there right now. They are, like, and again, I feel like Ricky's really coming into his own. So, like, I don't know. I think they kind of deserve it. I'm the, I'm on the same boat as you. I, I actually, it's funny that you said. I mean, because. The funny thing is we've been having the same answers this whole time. I didn't think that we would land. uh... The
0: thing is I'm not going to pick Team Taz just Hmm. to kind of break break up the redundancy or the risk of, but, and I, you know, my thing is deserving the win versus is that how they're going to book it? Two different things. Right. So very true.
1: Very true. I
0: almost feel like they are going to pivot to Lee and swerve because their popularity, despite Team Taz gaining some, of their own i feel like their popularity being big names new some of the newest signees and they're teaming up i feel like they're going to pivot there you know because it's clear that jurassic express actually they're kind of
1: what i was going to say with jurassic express being west coast natives they may just have them retain until the next week's show
0: true Mm. that would be interesting yeah because that uh, that that would be smart, but I also wonder if the West Coast allegiances go out the window when it's Vegas, because Vegas is more like a wrestling town more than it celebrates being on the West Coast. Unless you're like homegrown or not homegrown, but like hometown heroes, like a Mox or whoever. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so I know that, know. but but yeah, but I'm saying like with them coming to L.A., maybe they oh, want I- them to have that hometown feel just so they can lose in them. Uh, but but who knows? I
0: see. I see. Damn, that's that's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick the new team, even though it seems like it's too quick to give them that. But at the same time, but booking and on. drawing,
1: yeah. But based on booking and drawing, yeah, it, it may sway that way, or it may swerve that way.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. So I'm gonna swerve. Are you going? You, you're going Team Taz or Team you Taz, are, Taz? Lock it in. Uh, all right, this takes us to one of our big ticket matches on the night. It's MJF taking on Wardlow. Um, I, it's hard not to go Wardlow, man. You know, I don't care. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be because he gets DQ'd or, you know, or, or MJF DQs himself by low blowing him, and he stretches out this, you know, come up into Wardlow to the next pay-per-view. Um, but at the same time, I think this would be the, the chance to do it. Big match for Wardlow, one of his first on a pay per view, I believe, and it's one of the biggest of the year. So I, I think this is a star making moment for Wardlow and MJF always, survives yeah, the yeah. losses he does take, you know. So, yeah, I
1: think this is his first uh solo pay per view match because yeah. he, he he did do blood and guts, but you know, yeah, that, exactly. So, but that wasn't um, even
0: on pay per view, that was on TV, remember?
1: Oh, that was on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that was a pay or should have been a pay. Um. What else is on the line? Like
0: I believe if he beats him, he releases him out of his contract. And but if he loses, he stays, he he doesn't release the contract and he can never sign an AEW uh, contract forever.
1: Oh jeez. Yeah, cuz I was going to go MJF, but hmm. I'll just lock it in for MJF. I, I mean, just because, again, I wanted to kind of differentiate and you just never know what's going to happen, but it'd be an interesting story to see how they,
0: how they do work that. around that. Yeah, Yeah, not, I, w- I would be interested to see that, too.
1: Only because I think everyone already is thinking that we already know the ending of the story. We're just watching it right out. Mm-hmm. But that would be a nice surprise. Like, say, maybe, like, Wardlow pins him, but then... His legs on a rope. The ref misses it, and then that next dynamite yeah, see, complains about it.
0: it. Yeah, some, something like what they did with Punk to restart that match. Like something, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, and you can't argue despite, you know, but still kind of gets them over. I can see that.
1: But yeah, i lock locking in for MJF.
0: All right, for sure. Uh, this brings us to the dream match: uh, the Young Bucks taking on the Hardys.
1: The Bucks of Youth.
0: It's tough because we have not seen the Bucks do a lot as of late outside of that 10-man tag. Um, they've been interacting with the Hardys, I think, after Fish lost his match against Jeff. Obviously, we talked about the melee last week, um, but nothing this week. But tonight, they're going to be on the card. I don't know exactly what they're going to be doing, but I. it's hard because – the Hardys arguably need the win more, you know, because the Bucks aren't going anywhere. But then it's like at the same time, the Bucks haven't been doing anything where I don't know. I, I just feel like they could use the win to inject a little bit of new found momentum. But I know they won their last, uh, outing against each other right on ring of honor which which was like was that the night before they came back for the wrestlemania because they had to drop the belts yeah so uh what was that ladder wars or something like that i don't know it, it was i think it was super card oh no, obviously yeah yeah so but uh yeah so that's why i'm, I'm t- i don't know you know because i don't even know if that counts because they're talking about oh the last time joe and kyle faced each other Joe won, and then he won again this time, you know, or this week on Dynamite. So, um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to call, man. Like, I, I think I'm going to go Hardys, but, no, uh
1: I, I win Bucks to you.
0: Oh, okay. I like it.
1: Because I, I think what may happen is they beat them, and then they do something to make them broken again.
0: Mm, gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Because, you know, it was one thing when Matt was trying to do it by himself. With the with yeah. the a, with the AEW budget, but I think it's a little different if he has Nero with him, you know.
0: So yeah. us see, we got
1: uh, we got the the it, Owen the Owen finals too.
0: Yeah, I, I just remember that because those weren't shown on. You know, I don't. Uh, I I have the opponents noted. I guess I could jump into that. Well, Apple, I mean, now that I think
1: about it, we can't even because we don't know if it's going to be Statlander or yeah. Uh,
0: not until tonight. Ruby,
1: uh, I mean, I guess we can, you know.
0: I'll put it this way. If it's Ruby that wins, I'm going to say Ruby takes the turning. If it's Statlander that wins, I'm going to assume Baker's going to take the turning.
1: I, I'm going Britt either way.
0: Okay, so let me go ahead and make note of that.
1: Yeah, I put Ruby slash Britt for you with an asterisk. Right.
0: Okay, cool. So I'll put Britt Britt. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, Ruby, really great. Okay. Just want to make sure. And then with Cole and Joe, um, I'm, I'm going gonna... to go Cole. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah. It's kind of weird because I, I, I'm going to be honest, both winning the Owen Hart tournament sounds weird to me because Joe doesn't really have any ties, knows anybody, or any degrees of separation with people really that knew Owen. And then on the other side, you got Cole, who's clearly a Shawn Michaels head. Yeah, you know I mean, and Sean and Owen had good matches when they did wrestle. It wasn't wrong, a lot.
1: Wrong, <laughs> wrong. Adam Cole knows Kevin Owens.
0: Ah, uh, true, true. Aha. Well, that's, uh, that's Adam Cole. I was talking about. Oh, just, that's
1: true, yeah. But um, he knows... Joe happens to know Adam Cole, who also happens to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's very true. As but, you uh,
1: said that there I, was no degrees of separation, but you were wrong, my friend. <laughs>
0: I must have been wrong. You're right, man. But I also, I mean, he's got the strap on his arm. Uh, he doesn't need this trophy as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: and then he got he got and singing and all them, you know.
0: Yeah, waiting in the wing. The posse so, yeah. out on
1: Broadway just waiting to jump him, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And they might even cost him. You know, that's that's what that's what you do is chicken shit heels. You wait till you can cost somebody one of the most important athletes you can grasp. So. I just think
1: Lethal is so much better than that. I don't mind him with Sanjay, but what they got him doing is just so weird.
0: It's, man, you know what, bro, I'm telling you, it's it's just tough because I just kind of wish that if we knew Stokely was going to be stepping away, Stokely kind of a better, uh, I think, pairing with Lethal. Hmm. You know what I mean, like, I just feel like, I, I, I mean, everyone knows. I mean, yes and
1: no, because, you know, Lethal and him it. obviously have history as a tag team and impact. So like, they kind of, yeah, so, yeah,
0: you know, but I, I you know what it is? It's I don't mind Sun thing. Jay.
1: I it, We said what? It's the Satinum Sing thing for me. Like to, to me. Yeah, it, yeah it really. Sick.
0: I was going to say, I don't mind the Sunjay thing at all. It's, I think it's him tethered to Saturn as well. Like it, it feels like sort of an anchor slash project and I don't know if it's worth giving Lethal TV time to try to see if your project can, you know,
1: especially come yeah, if, if you don't know if that guy's even TV ready yet. You exactly. Know I mean? So, but uh,
0: yeah, who you got? Cole,
1: Cole, bye, Uh right,
0: That's both of us, Cole. We got to make sure we get Marks as well. Mark, F. F. and Mark.
1: He's probably going <laughs> for for a Marco stunt. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Yo, he, I. <laughs> I sent you guys that that compilation of uh, AEW things that they didn't, that like basically left money on the table doing or di- did. Oh yeah, do I did get
1: a chance to watch. I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. I got it in my bro. Business.
0: One of them was Big Show versus Marco Stunt, and I oh, laughed man. out loud because I said, "Oh man, Quincy would have loved this." But apparently, Big Show or not Big Show, Paul White is Marco's favorite wrestler. So yeah, clearly. They- he would have loved to have done that. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. So yeah, they, they not,
1: had a they had a few segments on uh, Sammy's vlog where he was like all nervous to meet him and shit.
0: Oh, okay, I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, what could have been all for Quincy's delight? <laughs> the destination of Marco instead
1: <laughs> we just got this Howdy's hat segment. That's bullshit. Oh right? my <laughs> god! <gosh. laughs>
0: not that. It's fucking cream or the god. god. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got some anarchy in the arena action going on. The Jericho Appreciation Society taking on uh, John Moxley, Brian Danielson uh, of the BCC, and uh, Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston, LAX, or however you want to address them. That's how I you know, I just break it down short. We all know they got history with each other. Uh, it should be noted, uh, I wasn't sure if Wheeler was going to be part of this or not, but I do know he's competing right now, I think, in the, uh, not the G1, is it the juniors, super juniors?
1: Yeah, he's he's in Japan, I believe, so I don't think yeah, he's going to so. be part of it, which is why it's been like five instead of six.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna be honest, I like this lineup here, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, I, it's I I it, you know, I feel like Jericho's squad got the last big spectacle match win, so I'm gonna go the the hooligans over here. <laughs> BC uh BCC and LAX. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I I'm a, I'm gonna pick uh PCP uh Proud, Combat, and Powerful. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got BCC, P as well. And EK. And EK, I love
0: that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, symbol I, of excellence. It, it's tough because, you know, they got the wheel spinning on can we coexist and all that crap. JAS, you know, they have been doing consistent damage since the fireball situation that's when they kind of amped up like what they were doing you know what i'm saying in terms of as a faction but it's like i it's almost i i, I don't know if they're going to get the win or not i feel like because they're actual faction they might get it but i don't think they fucking need it you know especially with all that sports entertainers and more violent crap you know no,
1: i mean i could see them you know i'm gonna change my pick i'm gonna, I'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick them
0: oh, okay
1: it's a symbol of excellence
0: yes. All right, we got two more here. Uh, we got the women's championship match, World's championship. I should say, Thunder Rosa taking on Serena Deeb. Uh, I'm gonna Rosa. I mean, obviously, her title reign just began. Um, I'm a little disappointed that this is happening so quickly in her defense because I would love to see a title change ha- happen if you know down the line because Serena Deeb, man, it's one of the most put together.
1: Won, uh, she's one she's super we're underrated right now too. I don't know why. Yeah,
0: you know, but she's she is getting her T V time. You know, they're kinda of doing weird things with this whole build of the match. It's, I mean, it's pretty questionable to be honest. But yeah, I mean I think just odds. I mean she's only defended against Nyla, so um I'm gonna go Rosa. I think that's a sensible choice, but I would like to see this revisited down the line. Especially if she's like slapping her mentor. It's like, yo, this is the type of stuff you build a title switch uh, type of rivalry on, like, you know. I mean, and like, again, because because
1: of her abilities, like someone would really have to beat her for that title. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm no, talking about
1: you. I'm talking about Serena for not oh, you, No, but, exactly but, no, 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 not you. Yeah, the listeners for you know, oh
0: gotcha, gotcha. You, got you, got sorry.
1: Yeah, if she I think that she is definitely championship material, and if that surprises anybody, then you guys aren't paying attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm guessing uh, you
0: picking Rosa as well.
1: I'm gonna pick Rosa as well. I mean, I put Serena, but I mean, you're right. It, this is literally her only her second defense. So, I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, I hate you know that's the thing about fantasy booking and and uh, you know re- real or fantasy booking and realistic booking. You know, and it's, it's just, you know, one of those things that cancel each other out. But
1: what you finally, want is what makes sense. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, but finally, uh, the main events we got Hangman Page defending his AEW World Championship against CM Punk. I'm actually going to go Page here. Um, I, I, I am too. Totally ex- oh, okay, because I don't get me wrong. I kind of feel like it is a good time to switch the belt. But, I, you know, again, going or padding my theory earlier about maybe him being the proper baby face to thwart him and or maybe kind of end the honeymoon phase of his return, you know, and bring out that heel persona that we all know is just bubbling to come out from seeing monkeys, wh- more, <laughs> largely capable of delivering on that front especially you know from a uh promo standpoint so i mean we
1: we heard uh, him you know with with some choice words uh even though he didn't acknowledge him for obviously uh what's his name um uh kenta yeah commentary a couple weeks ago so exactly yeah yeah it's it's in there you know what i mean it's rattling around for sure so
0: yeah definitely it's he has no problem reaching to that and I think, you know, we're, we're at a point where it's about time to see that, you know, I think we're all already done being happy that he's back, but we want some more dimension to him, uh, which we all know is there. You know what I mean? And we all miss that side of punk too. You know what I'm saying? So how despicable he can be, um, while also being right, you know what I mean? Because that's what I liked a lot about his, his, uh, heel run before the whole shield stuff. um, you know, and he, when he had the long title reign, he kind of was backing up his words, you know? So I don't know. We don't always get that kind of heel, but yeah, I'm going page. You're going page as well, right?
1: I'm going page. And and I hear what you're saying, where it kind of feels like maybe a time for like a, just a change or maybe just uh, some, uh, as they say, a new atmosphere. Right. Yeah. Uh, But I actually would have to discredit Tony with the way that he has booked. Hangman as a champion on his show on a week to week basis. Like,
0: there I has not I, been one time during his uh, unless it was the main event, perhaps. But there has not been one time that the show closed on the world champion. It, I can I can think of in recent. Months.
1: I mean, I mean, when you think about it, they he, he main evented Rampage against what Adam yeah. Cole. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's uh, I don't know, man. That, it's, was, his, that was
0: clearly for viewership. You know?
1: Yeah, it was, I don't know, like I said, it's been weird, like you see the difference between how they booked Mox and Kenny Omega, and then you look at how, how they booked him yeah. as a champion, and I don't know, I don't know, it's it's kind of, uh, I can't yeah. put my finger on it, I, I can't, I just can't put my finger on it, but because of that I feel like a lot of people have felt the same way you do. But yeah, I'm I'm still going to lock it in for for Paige. I feel like he still has a little bit more work to do. I can see a change yeah. uh, happening possibly during the summertime or even possibly at a Forbidden Door depending on uh the specifics of how those matchups are going to get put together. I don't know if that's going to be more interpromotional or maybe they're like, "Well, we're going to have inter- interpromotional matches, but we still want to be able to defend, you know, one of our titles on the, on the on the card type yeah. thing." So, I, I don't know. Maybe um, we'll
0: get um non-title Non-transferable champion versus champion matches, like just.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that'd that'd, that'd be pretty good.
0: You know, like how they do it Survivor Series,
1: yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't mind that.
0: Yeah, me either. But uh, I know, I know that so far with that, that uh, I think Dark Order were challenging some. They're going to challenge some faction or some tag team to uh, at Forbidden Door, but I haven't heard much else. But clearly, there's going to be some tag team action. Uh, with the whole you know United Empire thing, so uh, which makes top. me sad
1: that if, if Dark Order is going to do something at a Forbidden Door, you would definitely want Evil Uno with Stu Grayson to watch. Yeah. you know what I mean. I don't know who they would be fighting against in New Japan, but those two would be the guys I'd want to watch them against. You know what I mean? I mean John yeah. Silver and 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 Reynolds—they're great too. I'm not against them, but I'm, I'm just thinking about the way that uh, the yeah tree between. Uno and Grayson, they're really good together. So,
0: and just watching a guy like Stu work in a place like Japan, oh, that yeah. would appreciate, yeah, right, exactly his work rate, athleticism, charisma, look, etc.
1: You, you remember that? You remember that over the he used to do the the tope on the other side instead of, instead of inside the ring he would do it to his opponent while they're on the apron
0: apron yeah man. and then
1: and then he always goes this is fun <laughs> I'm like yo <laughs> this guy is on one like and that was before I got to know him through BTE where you would just watch him and like the fight yeah. from the fallen type matches and shit you're like yo this dude is is wild man man like but yeah,
0: yeah. I miss those those dark order matches man where you you yeah. see him wild out on the double team matches you know what i'm saying yeah, and then and that, like, that
1: 450
0: cannonball yeah, exactly and it's been a while <laughs> yeah. since i've i've seen uh fatality i was just about, know, about to bring I'm that up
1: good. too yeah that's a great move that's a yeah, great really move man but yeah. but yeah those are the predictions for double or nothing man i had a little bit of the in action as well uh thank you guys as always for doing what you're doing that's listening to us man and of course uh staying plugged in uh to us on social media as well and if you're not following us i don't know what you're doing with your life but you know, if you're not, I, I got the perfect solution. All you want to do is go to Instagram.com uh, backslash at the Quincy Jones show. Hit that follow button. Then also go to Twitter, right? And you're going to look up at Quincy Jones show and then you go hit follow there. And then if you happen to have a Facebook and you're looking up uh, some, some brand pages, you, you may look up uh, the Quincy Jones show as well, but definitely on TikTok, you know, where you could where find us. You know what I mean? But uh, as well, uh, mm-hmm. every week we're dropping I Heart radio, Spotify. Uh, that's Castbox, that is SoundCloud, that is iTunes, uh, as well as the great people at True100Radio.com. Um, and we're going to be doing actually some, uh, some, some special with True100. Uh, we should be, uh, probably announcing in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be at the end of June. We'll let you guys know about that. It's going to be uh, something performance based. But, uh, again, it until sure. then, uh, make sure you stay notified, uh, check out any of the past shows, but also tap into our music at Quincy Jones, uh, go anywhere. Uh, but you can, you know, Check out the the new song "No Mercy" right now on Spotify. Uh, I'm telling you guys, the 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 visuals coming together real great, bro. Um, album coming together real great as well. Uh, just been having my hands filled with a, with a lot of different things right now, but fear not, man. I'm definitely gonna feed y'all a little baby birds come the summertime. Uh, sure. And yeah, man, uh, make sure you go and check out the hip hop hybrid, the true and only Triple H on mm-hmm. this planet. Yes, uh, uh yeah. You know, I mean, the real,
0: the real deal, heel, right? Ooh, mm. ooh, man! But ooh. Uh, yeah, you guys heard the man, hip hop hybrid, only one in existence in the worlds of hip hop. Oh yeah, professional wrestling brother. Go ahead and uh, go to your favorite uh, musical platform wherever you like to, uh, you know, broadcast or listen to the podcast or listen to yours truly, you know, favorite artist of the year or not the year, probably the last. Or we're the best men to the sense, my dude world's greatest tag team but uh your boy doc lesnar go ahead and hit that search bar Do O C D O C I should say l-e-s-n-a-r search bar boom there are five star bars for you and yars and you know the rest man and go ahead and check out the album this is awesome featuring mega Ram, featuring the world's greatest tag team partner Quincy jones go of course and uh i ellis the artist man it's a just a dope 30 minute i think it's about seven tracks uh type of compilation man wrestling rap bars all day long if not go ahead and check out audio visual as well uh in the meantime follow your boy at doc lesnar on mercari for all your wrestling merch and anaheim ducks and funko pop needs uh follow me on instagram at doc lesnar or at doc underscore kjs pod for all things having to do with this here podcast pointy jones show and uh, follow me at i'm doc lesnar on uh facebook and twitter other than that my dude can't wait for next week we're gonna have a hell of an episode once uh yes, sir aew comes to uh la and uh the lads reunite uh but uh, until then man i got three words for them top that guys out, out. out.